Hello, my name is Jeff, and in this podcast, we're going to explore what it's like, what it takes to become and stay dangerous. I'm going to blend science and spirituality on a quest to becoming the best version of yourself, following in your own footsteps, becoming who you want to be, while I become who I want to be. It's going to be a fun ride, so mount up and come go with me. Well, this first episode is going to be more about an introduction to me and, and why I'm doing what I'm doing and and who I am and uh, maybe what I've got to say, why you should uh, want to listen. You know, a lot of these uh, podcasts and a lot of these people get started and they tell a story of, whoa, how they were abused as a child and they've overcome this and overcome that. And that's really cool. I love those stories. I love to see those um, success stories. And I don't have a tale of woe. So my, uh, my tale is just a little bit different. My tale is, is one of, of, of an idyllic childhood. Almost. I grew up in a small town in Indiana. My dad was a school teacher. My mom was a stay at home mom and she was always seemingly there for us. Grew up in a very spiritual or I would say religious household and spiritual as well. But it wasn't my type of spirituality, and we can get to that later. But I, I had kind of an idyllic childhood. I did all the right stuff. I, uh, I, you know, I was a little rambunctious when I was younger. I didn't always excel in school. But I went ahead and went to college. I ran out of money. I was studying to be a pilot. I wanted to be a pilot. So I ran out of money and I went into the army and uh, I, I liked being in the air. So I became a Black Hawk crew chief. And so I was flying and, and I made it to the first Gulf War. Um, that's that's the one a long time ago. I don't know how many times we've been to Iraq at this point, but this was the one uh, Desert Storm, Desert Shield, uh, 1990s when I got there. So that's been a few years ago, and um, I did that, did the Desert Storm thing, came back, was stationed in Germany. I love that. It was uh, it was amazing to to be in Europe. I you know once again I'm a small town boy from Indiana, hadn't been out, done a lot, seen a lot, and so it was wonderful. I, I traveled all over Europe. I was married at the time, and and we we had such a great existence, and we we grew. And I just had a great time, right? It was a great life. Um, I got out of the military and, and uh, I went to college. I had the GI Bill. And so I went to college and finished the degree there. And um, when I finished that degree, I, I went to work for a little company called Boeing. And I was an engineer at Boeing. Uh, working primarily on the F-18 program. So I was still involved with veterans in the military, and I loved that. Um, while I was there, I, they, helped pay for, uh, they helped pay for my schooling, so I got a master's degree while I was there. And, and I love to tell this story because I, I got, an, I got an, a BS from PU and an MBA from FU. So, um, you know, I, I've, got a, I've got the BS from PU. Um, Man, that just sounds great. And then, you know, FU uh, is uh, 
takes it to another step. So it's kind of dirty when you say it like that. I guess I, I, this is not explicit con content. But I did all the right stuff, right? Like I got this great job. I'm working at Boeing. I'm getting educated. Uh, so I've got an MBA. And I've done all the right things. I've done all the right things that I think is going to bring me what I want. And, you know, I started having kids. and I have two beautiful daughters. And I absolutely love them to no end. And I'm so grateful for them. But the more the things went right, it was like the more I was unhappy. It didn't make sense. And so I just kept becoming more and more and more unhappy. And I didn't even know why. And to that end, um, you know, a few years later, daughters grew up. I, I went through several jobs. I've done lots of stuff. I'm a, I'm a firearms expert. I, uh, I taught, I've taught probably over 10,000 people or assisted teaching. You know, it's, it was a group effort, um, probably close to 10,000 people, how to shoot properly. I'm a Glock factory instructor. And, and, uh, you know, we're going to talk guns a bit on this. And in that process, uh, I've also done some other things. I, I worked for an airline. I, I obviously I, I worked at a shooting school for a while. I've worked at a manufacturer that manufactured propeller uh, aircraft propellers, and I, I had a lot of progression. But I, I noticed about every three and a half years, I did something different. Um, I would get—I don't know if anxious is the right word—but I would get uncomfortable, frustrated, and I would move on. And I would keep moving on, and I became more and more unhappy. Um, put on a bunch of weight. And, you know, as my daughters grew up and they needed me less and less, um, I, I had gotten great joy when they were little, especially um, just being a great dad. And they needed me less and less. I didn't know what to do with that. And like I said, I became more and more unhappy until I was about, I was getting, I was pushing close to 400 pounds and, um, I was separated from my, my wife at the time. Um, I'd been married for over 30 years and, and, um, didn't know what to do with that. Didn't know how to deal with that. Didn't have a lot of friends and I'm killing myself. I'm killing myself with food, right? Like I ordered a large pizza. And um, I had a two liter of soda. I think I probably even had some cookies or something. You know, you got to have some some sugar, some snack after the, the sugar and the pizza. And I was close to 400 pounds. I was very unhappy. I'm in a basement. Uh, it's, it's like, I don't know, springtime. And it's a beautiful day outside. And I remember that. And I could see through the basement windows that the sun was out. It was a beautiful day. I'm in Colorado. And the weather's wonderful. There's about a million and a half things to do that are great. And I wanted no part of it. I wanted to sit in this basement and I was watching some movie that um, I had seen before. I didn't even know. I don't even know what it was right now, but I'd seen it before. I didn't care about it. So I had the, the, the computer open and I think there was an ad on Facebook um, that said about a class, right? It was, you know, a couple hundred bucks for a four-day class. And 
And I'm like, my goodness, I charge less than that for, you know, I, I mean, I charge more than that for, you know, a, a class, a firearms class. So how can I not do this class? I've, I've got to do it. I cannot spend another weekend in this in this basement because I knew I was headed down a road that was not taking me where I wanted to go. And um, I finally, for whatever reason, looked at this ad and it felt like for me that a hand was coming out of the computer, was reaching out to take my hand to help me and to move me forward. And for whatever reason, I paid attention to it and I took the class. And it changed my life. I I went on to do the master level class and then I assisted with teaching several times. And, um, you know, I, I, I got involved and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to help other veterans. I'm going to help other veterans that are in the same situation that I'm in, that they are, You know, at the time I wasn't suicidal, but those thoughts had kind of crossed my mind, right? So, um, but they were just very unhappy and angry. I was angry all the time. And uh, so I'm like, I'm going to help. I'm going to make a difference. And um, I took all these classes. I sold some guns to actually take these classes. And um, then I sat on my butt and did absolutely nothing with it. Um, for a little while until, uh, you know, COVID came up, uh, in whatever it was that was, this was May of 2020. I know I was absolutely separated. We were, uh, on a different separation and my marriage was ending. I knew it was completely over at this point. And thankfully I had a couple of friends that I just, I was getting out of town. I had moved to Indiana, back home to Indiana, and I had some place to go at least, and um, rented a cheap little apartment, didn't have a job, didn't know where I was going to do, what I was going to do. I had been working in real estate, and and when when uh, the lockdown and all that came about, uh, you know, some of my clients lost their jobs. So I lost them as clients. Obviously, it's, it's tough to buy a house when you don't have a job. And um, so I didn't know what I was going to do. And I had a little bit of money put aside and I was just kind of coasting a little bit. And um, it came up that I could assist teaching these classes. And so I I made a commitment to do that. And so I did. And during that summer of 2020, my whole life changed because when I started assisting teaching these classes again, I did it for a different reason. I did it for me. I decided to work on me. It was time to work on me and I needed it. And so I guess that's the who. The who is a guy who's done a lot of work on himself. I, uh, at some point, Though it became clear that the things that I was learning and the things that I had had learned and the changes that had happened in me, it was time to share that with some other people. And, and my original intent of helping veterans was still there. I mean, that's my tribe. Those are my guys. And um, there's a lot of them 
hurting, right? There's a lot of veterans hurting. I believe the uh, the statistic now is up to like 25 a day take their own life. And I can make a difference in that, and I wasn't. And you can only do that for so long before it, it just eats on you and grates on you. And I was always a little bit of a different guy in these classes because it's, there's a lot of spirituality, and, and I love that side of it. But a few years before that, I would have made fun of it, right? Maybe not overtly. Maybe I would have been quiet about it and um, and been, you know, just kind of keeping it to myself, keeping it to myself. But I would have been laughing. And now I can tell you that there's so much out there that has changed my life and the way I think about everything that I almost burst at the seams to not tell somebody. And to not help somebody and to not spread love and, and joy. And so I want to spread that and help other people become and stay dangerous. And what do I mean by that? That confuses some people. And, I, and I'll tell you, uh, I love American history and, and I've had the, the pleasure of, of having had some great mentors in that area of my life as well. So we'll, we'll bring that in. But I, I'm sitting somewhere and, and I don't know, it was, I don't know, maybe it was a Subway sandwich shop or something. I, I, or I, I don't know, but I'm sitting and I see this photo of, I think it's New York City and these guys are working on, I believe it was the Empire State Building. and. They're not wearing, you know, rubber-soled shoes even, right? Like, they've got these thick, uh, these these thin leather soles on, and they're on this girder, like, way above, um, way above the city, right? Like, you can see they're, they're, I don't know, 50 stories up or whatever it is. None of them have a safety strap on. <laughs> None of them... Right. And they're smoking unfiltered cigarettes, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know that they were unfiltered, but and they're having their lunch and they, they pose for this picture. And it's amazing. And I'm like, these were dangerous dudes doing dangerous work. And, you know, at this point in time, everybody's concerned about COVID and, and we're all going to die. We're all going to die. The sky is falling. And. Everybody was telling me to stay safe, stay safe, stay safe. And um, I'm just not a guy that that follows the rules when I don't agree with the rules. And I knew that locking up and, and not getting any sunshine, any exercise and, and putting on a mask that was the dirtiest thing that I'd seen. Um, you know, I, I would try and preach to people and they'd be like, well, the, the, the surgeons wear masks. And I'm like, yeah, you just took yours off your rear view mirror and it's been hanging there for two weeks. You know, um, that's not the same thing. So, but, you know, and I, I, I just, I didn't, I didn't buy into that whole thing. I didn't put on a mask. I, I didn't do any of that stuff. And, um, you know, come to find out that I was on the right track all along. But the bottom line is this. I knew that staying safe wasn't going to be safe. 
And so when everybody would tell me to stay safe, I would turn around and tell them to stay dangerous. And I started doing that. And, um, you know, I tried to get it to go viral a little bit. Um, and I don't know. I've, I've heard it a couple other times. But the fact of the matter is, whether it's investing in real estate or whatever, if you don't take any risks, you don't get any reward. And if you're not dangerous, then they're never going to write stories about you, right? If you're not doing something that sticks your head above the crowd, if you're not living life on the edge, then you're taking up too much space, you know, we used to say. So I want you to be dangerous. I want you to make waves. And I want to make some waves. I can't sit at home and be safe because that's going to get me nowhere. And it's going to drive me crazy in the process. And so I came up with this idea of, of becoming and staying dangerous. And I, I hope that I'm never not dangerous, right? And when I say dangerous, I'm dangerous to the status quo, dangerous to those who would control me. I'm dangerous to a, a government that would subvert and, and actually harm me. So I'm hoping that during a couple of times a week, on Thursdays and Mondays, I believe, is when I'm going to do this, um, I'm going to spend about 21 minutes, and that's a good commute time, and we'll talk about some things. Uh, right now, I currently live in Rhode Island, um, and I'm, I'm enjoying everything that New England has to offer. Uh, it's a great summer. I've, I've uh, got to be around the ocean, which is a first for me. But I want to inspire you. And we'll take the journey ourselves because uh, we'll take the journey together because uh, there's plenty of stuff that I'm learning, right? I've, I've started dating and, and I'm doing a whole lot of masculine feminine things. So we're going to bring that in. We'll obviously talk about guns. And, and one of the reasons why I love living in New England is there's so much American history up here. Uh, I recently, on April 19th, was on the Lexington Green, right? That's for the shot heard around the world. If, if you don't know what that is, that's cool. We're going to explore that. We're going to talk about that. And we're going to dive into all this stuff. And hopefully, at the end of this podcast, you're going to take away a little bit of something that's made you smile, that's made you a little bit happy, made you a little bit smarter, maybe inspired you a little bit. Maybe, just maybe, it's going to inspire you to become the dangerous person that you've always wanted to be, to become your best version of yourself. And in so doing, I become the best version of myself. And we take this journey together. You know, one of my favorite sayings now is, um, somebody said to me not too long ago, you know, uh, in regards to guns, it was, oh, I, I, don't, I don't want a gun. I don't want to have a gun in the house. I'm a peaceful person. And um, somebody said this to me a while back. You know, if you're not capable of, of harm, you're not capable of harming somebody else. You're not peaceful. You're harmless. 
I'm a peaceful person, and I advocate peace, love, joy, truth, those things. Because I have been to combat, and I am capable. And I choose to be dangerous. But I'm a dangerous man who is peaceful. And we're going to explore a lot of that, because this is a lot of fun for me, right? Because it seems like a dichotomy. And I... I Mixed the spirituality with science. My dad was a science teacher, so I love the science side of things. And I love the fact that quantum physics is now almost catching up to some spiritual teachings that have been around for thousands of years. <laughs> and so we'll talk about crystals, and we'll talk about meditation, and we'll talk about yoga and, and all the things, right? Like, I controlled the weather on July 4th, and... Um, I follow a teacher who just told me recently, you know, controlling the weather is the easiest thing to do. And I'll tell you that story. It was fun. Uh, July, it was July 2nd, actually. It was, a, it was supposed to be raining, a cloudy day. And I got to the beach and the sun came out and it stayed shining the entire time that I was there because I set that intention. So I'm going to set the intention that it's going to be a fun podcast for, for both of us. And we're both. All of us are going to be better off for spending this time together. I look forward to seeing you next week. Until then, stay dangerous.